Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, we're covering the AFC West. I just covered the Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now we're on to the Las Vegas Raiders, who were very close to making the playoffs last year. Had some fun offensive pieces and uh, some continuity. You know, John Gruden's still hanging around. Greg Olson, offensive coordinator. A lot of familiar faces on this depth chart. They added just only, they didn't draft anybody on offense that we need to worry about for fantasy. Just some UDFAs here. But what we're going to do in this video is we're going to look at the depth chart. We'll talk about all the names we need to know for fantasy football this year on the Raiders. We're going to look at the draft class and we're going to start here with the notable free agency and the, the additions and the departures. Starting with the departures, though, they lose Nelson Aguilar to the Patriots. Devontae Booker is now with the Giants. Takaris McKinley is out of the picture here. I think he's with the Browns. Uh, Tyrell Williams got paid to go be in Detroit. And then safety LaMarcus Joyner is out. So a handful of useful names here, but nothing that I think they can't, uh, that, that they won't miss. Um, some notable additions, though, they get Yannick Ngakwe. They signed running back Kenyon Drake here to help uh, Josh Jacobs lighten the load a little bit. Cornerback uh, Casey Hayward, high-profile cornerback here. They signed John Brown, so that kind of fills in for the Nelson Aguilar. I know Brown's a little bit older, but uh, they kind of do the same thing, so I like that move there. Uh, defensive end Solomon Thomas, defensive tackle Quinton Jefferson. So this is a really strong free agency class, and I think it outweighs the departures here. So that gets a, a thumbs up for me uh, with the Raiders front office there. And then looking at this draft class, uh, first overall pick, number 17 here, they get Alex Leatherwood, uh, offensive tackle out of Alabama. I think a lot of people had like a, a fringe first round grade on him. The Raiders just couldn't get a trade back that they liked, so they ended up just taking their guy. Uh, no problem with that. They plug in a potential starter here at the tackle position. Round two, they get who I thought was the first safety that should have been off the board uh, from TCU, Trevon Morig here. He ended up being the third safety off the board, uh, but they stand pat and they get a really good starting safety. In the third round, they get Malcolm Kuntz out of Buffalo here, defensive end to help the pass rush situation. They come back in the third and fourth, and they they get two safeties here. Uh, Divine Diablo out of Virginia Tech, one of the greatest names uh, in the draft class this season. And then Tyree Gillespie out of Missouri. So they get two safeties behind Trayvon Morig, three total safeties. We'll see what they try to do. I don't know if any of these guys are hybrids or they're going to try to move them around, but three safeties in one class is pretty significant. In the fifth round, they get cornerback Nate Hobbs out of Illinois, and then they finish with a center, Jimmy Morrissey out of Pittsburgh here. So I like the draft class. They get their offensive tackle that they loved. They get some potential starters here with the safety, uh, Trevon Morrig and Malcolm Kuntz here to help the pass rush. And then they maybe got some, you know, some, some value with these two safeties, Divine Diablo and Tyree Gillespie. So we'll see if the cornerback and the center can make the team. But overall, the Raiders should be better this year. They made some nice moves. They did lose some key names, uh, but nothing that they, I think they replaced pretty well here. Um, so I'm excited about the Raiders. They're going to be pretty competitive in the AFC West. Now let's take a peek here at this depth chart. And we'll start with Derek Carr here. Um, so Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, Nathan Peterman still hanging around. Let's just pull up and see. I'm just curious where Derek Carr ended up uh, finishing last year with four-point passing touchdowns. Um, so he was quarterback 13, guys. He had one of the best years of his career last season. He threw for a career high in yards. Uh, 27 touchdowns, only nine picks. That's a great ratio there. Uh, a high completion percentage, 67.3. And then the rushing attempts, a career high in rushing attempts and a career high in rushing yards and a career high in touchdowns. So he's starting to, to run the ball a little bit more here, which helps boost his, his fantasy output. And almost a career year for fantasy points, 17 uh, fantasy points per game. 
he ended up playing basically 15 games. He got he left that Charger game uh, in the first quarter after making a run, but he played very well. He's going to be a super flex quarterback too for me. Uh, he could be a guy if you're a streaming quarterback person. He could be a guy that you play in some plus matchups. Uh, but the, the point is he played well in, in tough games. If you look at the Kansas City game back in week five, 24 fantasy points. Kansas City week 11. Uh, the game that they lost, they, they split with Kansas City last year, which is a, which I think is significant, uh, but he gets 21.6, so 24 and a 21.6, solid game. Uh, he did struggle against Denver, though. I don't know why. Uh, only seven fantasy points in that game, and then the last game of the season, 18.9, that's fine. Uh, a little bit wide range of outcomes. Uh, and then the Charger game here, he only had 14 points in that one. And then week 15, that's the game he got knocked out of. So it's a tough division, but I like that he played his best against the Chiefs. Uh, and then you're getting someone that's kind of consistent here. If you if you just need someone cheap at your quarterback too for Superflex, I think Derek Carr can be the guy. And if anything happens to Carr, we should be very excited about Marcus Mariota. I thought he might get more interest in the market this year after the way he played in that, that Charger game uh, week 15. Uh, but for now, Derek Carr is entrenched as the starter. Now the running back room, I think a lot of people are – over predicting what Kenyon Drake does to Josh Jacobs right now. Uh, Josh Jacobs last season, let's pull up the running back numbers here. Let me hit this and we'll go here. Um, so Josh Jacobs, and keep in mind, in full PPR, he still finished as the running back eight, which is fantastic. He rushed for over a thousand yards, 12 touchdowns, 33 catches and 238 yards. The yards in the receiving game and the, the targets here, I think far exceeded anyone's expectations. So he did finish as a top 10 running back, which is fantastic. And then we're going to factor in adding Kenyon Drake here. But even if you take some of the Kenyon Drake numbers uh, and, and remove them from, from Josh Jacobs' numbers, I still think he's a top 20 running back. And a lot of people are fading him right now. And you can get him outside the top 20, sometimes in the fourth. I've seen him even fall to the late fourth, which just seems kind of odd because uh, he's still going to be their goal line back. Um, if we look down here, Kenyon Drake was running back 15 last year. He had a low yards per carry. He still had 10 touchdowns. And he didn't get used as much as, as a receiver as people thought. Um, so if we look really quick, though, um, let's find the other Raiders back. Devontae Booker. So Devontae Booker, again, he's in he's in New York now, but he was uh, running back 57 for this team last season. He did have 93 rushing attempts, 423 yards. He even ran for three touchdowns, and then he caught 17 of 21 targets for 84 yards. So he did get enough work. He had 110 total touches. I would imagine Kenyon Drake's going to have uh, a, a, a good amount more, but you're still talking with 17 games. This Kenyon Drake signing was just to make sure that if anything happened to Josh Jacobs, that they're going to be fine. They did lose Devontae Booker, so it makes sense to want to get a guy that they can plug in right away. I'm interested to see, though, if this if this um, Kenyon Drake limits uh, Jalen Rashard. Is Theo Riddick going to make the team? We'll see about Trey Ragas. Uh, but Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake, they form a nice duo, I think. Uh, and Josh Jacobs, the way it was, he didn't have a full snap count. Devontae Booker logged a lot of snaps. He wasn't always throwing the ball. Um, so I, I really don't think Josh Jacobs' numbers should be that uh, far off of what he did last season. And this team should be better this year. Uh, the thing with Jacobs is he didn't have a very high yards per carry last year. Teams were loading the box against him and making uh, him kind of plow into the back of his linemen. So hopefully the offensive line's better. Uh, but you can see Josh Jacobs. Only 3.9 yards per carry last year after going 4.8 his rookie season. Uh, but it's nice to see his reception total did go up significantly. So I'm, I'm kind of looking at similar stats for, for next year. You act, you factor in an extra game. I'm still thinking uh, Jacobs is going to play 15 or 16 games. 
but there's room to go around here with Kenyon Drake potentially stealing some of these numbers. But uh, I don't think it's going to limit Josh Jacobs too much. So I'm continuing to draft Jacobs as a running back two, not a, not a running back one this year, but I still think he's got solid running back two potential. Kenyon Drake, he's more of a guy that you want as a handcuff or maybe in a late in best ball leagues that he could pop off every now and then uh, for a receiving touchdown. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Continue drafting Josh Jacobs in the fourth round uh, if you need a running back in that round. And then Kenyon Drake can be a guy that you add later. Alec Ingold's still there. Alec Ingold used to go to my high school, so shout out to, to Bayport. That's pretty cool. He's having a pretty nice career as a fullback for the Raiders. And then what do we do with these wide receivers? If I'm being honest, like if we look at the Raiders as a whole, like which Raiders are you comfortable drafting? The order should be Darren Waller, of course. He's the first guy that comes to mind when you want to draft a Raider. Uh, Josh Jacobs should be number two. And then the, the last guy should be Derek Carr as your super flex quarterback, too. Uh, the wide receivers, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro, John Brown. Uh, it's an exciting group. I just We're going to be playing whack-a-mole with these guys for fantasy football this year. Uh, I think they make a better real-life fantasy football wide receiver group than a, than a fantasy wide receiver. I do think John Brown can kind of plug in and do some Nelson Aguilar things and help, you know, make the defense get stretched out a little bit. I'm hoping for more Henry Ruggs action this year. I think Henry Ruggs is a fine best ball pick. Hopefully they try to find more ways to get him the ball uh, and, and make that first round uh, selection a little bit more valuable. Brian Edwards, we're watching for him year two to develop. Hunter Renfro still has a chance to be a, a valuable uh, leader in receptions for this team obviously behind Darren Waller, but someone's got to lead this team in wide receiver receptions. And it could be Renfro could be Brian Edwards. That's the thing is I just, I don't know which receiver to tell you, I guess if you're a Henry Ruggs fan, he makes sense in best ball leagues. I just, it's going to be very hard to trust any of these wide receivers for redraft leagues or leagues where you have to make a decision on who to start. Um, so they do have Zay Jones. They signed Willie Sneed, Marcel Aitman still there. Keelan Doss still there. Trey Quinn, Caleb Scott, and a couple of UDFAs, but uh, I'm excited about the group, just not for fantasy. Uh, and it's all about uh, Darren Waller, who, uh, when I was doing the Chiefs video, uh, it was only Kelsey and Darren Waller at the top of the list. And then there was a massive drop off in tight end points. So Waller is worth the, the high draft capital right now. I think you can get him in the third round. He's a difference maker. Um, he's, he, you got, you got Kelsey, you got Waller and you got Kittle. Those are really the three guys that warrant a top, you know, Kelsey, a first round pick. And I think Kittle and Waller are both third round picks this year. And then you can just wait. I mean, I get it if you like a Hawkinson or a Mark Andrews or Kyle Pitts, but uh, I'm kind of into getting one of the top guys or not. Um, so Waller is the, he's, he's a fine option for tight end. Continue drafting him if you're into that. Uh, but they did lose Jason Witten. So keep an eye on Foster Moreau. If anything happens to Darren Waller, Foster Moreau is a really nice tight end. Uh, I, I've actually snagged him in a couple best ball leagues as the twentieth, uh, the last twentieth round pick. Uh, Derek Carrier, Nick Bowers, Carson Williams, and Matt Bushman here. So I think that paints a pretty good picture. If you're drafting Raiders, it goes Waller, it goes Jacobs, and it goes Derek Carr, maybe Henry Ruggs. Um, and if you want to take a flyer on Edwards, Renfro, John Brown, let's wait and see what happens in training camp before we get excited about those guys. So the way it sits right now, let me show you guys the where I have these guys ranked. For quarterbacks, Derek Carr grades out as my quarterback 16 so far. Uh, for running backs, Josh Jacobs, running back 17. So I know he was running back eight last year. I think people are just discounting this, this Kenyon Drake news too much. And he still has a chance to be a really good, productive uh, top 20 running back and a fine, uh, a fine running back too for us this season. And for wide receivers, we might have to scroll a little bit before we find one. 
uh, Hunter Renfro, and there's there's Renfro and Henry Ruggs. Um, so wide receiver 50-51. Uh, I think I'm staying away from the Las Vegas receivers for fantasy. And then I don't have my tight ends all updated yet, uh, but I would assume Darren Waller, if not two, he's the tight end number three. Uh, maybe number four, who knows, but uh, continue drafting those guys. And uh, I don't know, enjoy the, I'm excited about the Raiders season this year. This is kind of a make or break year. If they don't make the playoffs this year, change might need to happen, but they got a lot of good things brewing. We liked their free agency class and uh, we'll see, man. It should be a good season for the Raiders. That's going to do it for this video. I got one more AFC West video next. That's going to be the LA Chargers. Uh, if you guys are liking the content, help me out. Don't forget to like the video. Leave me a comment on your thoughts on the Raiders or any of the other teams that uh, I have covered so far. And uh, definitely subscribe if you are new. So we'll see you guys in the next video. Cool. Peace.